Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 15 of Hashtag No Filter. Today, I am interviewing an amazing, amazing woman. Her name is Brittany Cobb, and she's the founder of Flea Style. If you're not familiar with Flea Style, you're going to learn all about it uh, for the next uh, 30, 45 minutes. Uh, but most of you probably are familiar with Flea Style. I'm so excited, though, to be interviewing Brittany because not only does she have such an interesting story, uh, she started something as a side hustle and it has turned into an incredibly booming business with so much on the horizon for her. But also one of their main events is actually this weekend in Houston. So if you are in the Houston area, uh, you're going to hear all about it in this coming episode. So it was just, um, I had so much fun talking to Brittany. We drank wine. She's just wonderful. So inspiring. And I'm just thrilled to have her here today. So let's get into the episode. Thanks for being here, Brittany. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. Everyone, just so you know exactly where we're sitting, we are sitting in the empty space that's about to be completely turned into flea style. Yeah, I know. In 24 hours? Yeah. We we do it in like three hours, which is amazing. And then, yeah, the vendors are all in tomorrow and Saturday, it's a souk. That's amazing. Well, we'll we'll get there and talk all about that. So first, if you can just um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. What's your story? Oh, girl. How much time do we have? We have like a whole bottle of wine. Okay, so. yeah, okay, good. Um, my story, my gosh. Okay, I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, the quick version is I moved to Texas to go to college. I went to SMU in Dallas. Um, so moved here at 18 and then um, was a journalism major. Always wanted to be a journalist from as long as I can remember. Thought I wanted to be on TV. Tried that for a minute and really learned I love to write instead and not be in front of the camera. And so I had an emphasis on the editorial side and actually, you know, rarely nowadays actually used my major and did it for a while. (laughs) So I worked my butt off all through college, graduated early, got internships early, early on and ended up getting a job through one of my internships straight out of school. So uh, I was a journalist at the Dallas Morning News, which people in Houston probably know what that is. It's our big metro daily newspaper. And I was the fashion and home writer. Um, which was a really cool job because this was in 2005. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, I mean, it's long ago, but not that, not long, that ago long ago <laughs> for a young kid to have a job at such a major paper. Mm-hmm. And so I was traveling the world through the paper. I was really fortunate to still get in at a time where there were, there were budgets. Mm-hmm. And I was traveling, I mean, I went to Paris Couture and interviewed George Armani wow. for a week personally, got a just a personal um, translator and followed him for a week and oh my watched him during the Couture shows fitting Kate Blanchett and Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. and had dinners with these people. I mean, I was living the life of a 
of a, a really storied editor at 21, 22 years old. It was amazing. Um, but I had a boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. and we had been together a really long time, and he was moving to New York for grad school. So it took me to New York, which was the only place I was willing to leave my job for. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a year and wrote as a freelancer for Forbes and Lucky, if you remember Lucky wow, Magazine. Of course. And Domino and um, worked a little bit for Forbes, or I'm sorry, for Four Seasons Magazine. And anyway, had a blast, but my relationship was on the outs. I knew it wasn't right. And so what happened was I was still so connected to Dallas, freelancing a lot for them. I was a freelancer because my, my ex-boyfriend was a student, so we had mm-hmm. a flexible schedule. And Dallas, people still thought I was working in Dallas because my byline was popping up a lot. And so anyway, I got a job offer back in Dallas, and I thought, you know what? I need to leave. If this relationship's not going to work, I need to leave town. Mm-hmm. And so I moved back to Dallas to be the editor of something called Daily Candy. Yes, may it rest in peace. I know. Rest in oh, peace. My oh my gosh. It was, it was so much fun. And so I actually started the job in New York. I worked in the New York office, which was a blast at the time. It was oh. really taking off and oh so God. much fun it to be a the part of It was the first of like blog, like it was anything the first of its of kind. The newsletter is what it was called. But yeah, it really oh. was. And it definitely plays into my story today. Mm-hmm. But especially being a part of a startup, it really excited me me and anyway I did that in New York they trained me for about two months moved back to Dallas and I was the Dallas editor for five years and that job was a full-time job but it was really flexible so I still freelanced a lot and um I kind of kept my hands wet and everything I've always been kind of interested in just I like being busy but Mm. also like learning a lot and so my mom's an interior designer uh has been since I was a kid in California and I was kind of starting to dabble in interior design just to make more money Mm. and also kind of like fulfill that bucket And long story short, um, through the design, through the writing, I was just meeting all these cool people, whether it was an upholsterer, whether it was a maker, a painter, Mm -hmm. and I kept either giving them press or giving them a little job here and there, and I fell in love with these people and their Mm -hmm. craft and just, you know, um, wanted to support them and found that the way I was doing it wasn't very often. I always wanted to help them more and more. And Mm -hmm. through a few months of like pondering how I can make this all like into a company, I went back to New York and my days there and the Brooklyn flea was taken up. I thought, what if I put like a market where the storekeeper could, could pop up with their goods mm-hmm. and the upholsterer could sell his furniture and um, it just kind of made sense. Yeah. It was like an aha moment. And so this all started like percolating in September. I started it. I thought I'm going to do it. I had it planned for the first weekend of December. So I had a few months to plan mm-hmm. and literally Thanksgiving weekend. I got a call that I was laid off from Daily Candy. Oh. And I luckily had this thing going the next weekend, yeah. but I was I was just devastated. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, for so many reasons, financially, like my insurance, all yeah. of it, but also like, what's next? Right. Nothing else in my life was big enough to be like my job. Right. And so luckily the flea had a successful day. A lot of people showed up. It was a total proof of concept. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to run with this. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it full time, but it's the only reason it wasn't only a one-time show. The whole idea was for it to be a holiday pop-up and maybe I would do it every year right but because of that it put the inspiration out there to make it regular made me try to make it my new job yeah so I kept freelancing and kept decorating but put the energy into this and so I kind of had a lot of things going on yeah you, you I was like it. yeah I'm kind of like the modern day girl now yeah like, yeah doing like everything and when was this this was like in 2008 oh my god so it's like 10 years ago it was really rare yeah. um you know most people had a job right doing too and I was kind of doing a lot and I'm glad I did that because it helped me kind of like how internships help you figure out what mm-hmm. you want to do. They were all kind of paying me so I could live because yeah. I was in my mid-20s at the time. But also let me like not have the pressure of figuring something out right then. I could right. kind of dabble in all of it. And the funny thing is, is that the one thing I really didn't want to do full-time became my full-time job, interior design. 
Um, oh. So I don't know if you know this part of the story, but I was writing, but writing never paid a lot. Right, I just liked right. it. Yep, yep. And I knew it always kind of kept me connected, mm-hmm. which is important, I think, in business. But yeah. interior design, one thing led to another, and that business just took off. And long and this was your own business? Short. It your, was. Your so I, I ended up going in with a girl who is still one of my dear friends, and we partnered and did that for a couple of years. Had a great run, but I got pregnant. Well, I got mm-hmm. married, got pregnant, yeah. had my baby, and decided I needed to be on my own schedule. Um, I ended up starting my own thing, my own version of it, and within a year, Jerry Jones was my number one client. And I oh was basically living on his plane, oh doing gosh. projects in Missouri for him. And that took almost three years of my life. And um, wow. it was a crazy ride, one I wow. would not change for the world because yeah. it's such a part, piece of my story. Yeah. But it was so intense that uh, not because they were they were wonderful. Like, right, right. I'm not a football fan. Right, right. Full disclosure. <laughs> they were a dream client oh, oh on gosh. so many levels, but it was so much work and the jobs just kept coming mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, wait, this isn't what I want to do full time. And so I, um, because of that, said, I need to pause. And that's when I went back to the flea and said, you know what? I'm going to put my energy in that. Do what I love. I'm a mom of two young kids now. And thought it would just be a a really nice side hustle. Something that allowed me to be a mom. Yeah. But, and then. And then look at us now. (laughs) So I think this moral story which we can get into is when you put the energy and you work really hard, good things happen. Yeah. But they were all like really big, happy accidents. Well, and then, and going back to when you were laid off, like what was your initial re, I mean, obviously you said you were devastated I mean yeah. what did you initially think like did you freak out or well the funny thing was is we had a weekly call mm-hmm. with Daily Candy and it was always like an editorial call mm-hmm. and so that was what we all thought and so I was devastated just because we had no clue yeah like it was total shock and what happened was Comcast bought Daily Candy and okay. so we were all thinking we just have a new box yeah maybe a little pay raise no 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 no, no. quite Aww. the opposite yeah we got a new boss and like <laughs> and pay cut t- yeah Oh so, my gosh. Um, yeah, it, I was devastated, but you know, I mean, I was young and like yeah. nimble and I knew it was all going to be fine, right. but it was just one of those things like, oh, in that moment, what now? What next? And right at the holidays. And, and you never thought that the, you, what it, was it called originally Brooklyn Fleet or what? The, did, uh, yeah. The, the so what, you never, you never thought that was going to be your, your full-time gig. Uh, like, I think I maybe had the like pipe dream of, you know, that would be nice, but it wasn't what, where I was taking it. I really thought I was destined to be like a, a journalist or I wow. you know so I, I didn't have that hope I, re- I grew up so the reason I started the flea was like yeah. I said meeting all the people but also I grew up shopping that way in Southern California we were at a swap meet or a flea market or a market kind of like flea style right. all the time and what was mom, the first thing you said a swap a swap meet I've never heard of that yeah it's kind of like um is it a like a flea market, flea market. okay kind of more garage sale meets okay flea market. yeah yeah um but my mom it, I mean there's lots of reasons but my grandparents were in an important business my grandmother's Filipino and had this business that she yeah. brought to California and so my mom was a rep for them and then she loved antiques and always had a booth so yeah I grew up in it like whether right. I was stalking a booth walking right. the mall while right. my mom was doing her thing I mean it was in my blood and I missed it in Dallas probably mm-hmm. much like Houston I mean things are changing now with pop-ups right but everything was like big box and glossy and perfect and that's great yeah but I missed like the hunt and finding cool yeah. things but kind of curated not like completely at a thrift it, store exactly and so I was wanting to create that out of a need as well um so it, it kind of came from a lot of places more more than anything i wanted to shop that so right to create this, it these, it like, didn't happen what the the vendors and we're going to talk about fleece on a second but these are all 
things you love. Like these are things you shop and you personally have in your home and wear and everything. Absolutely. It's a total representation of how I like to live. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, I think big picture Mm -hmm. on like all customers, but it really goes back to my editorial days Mm -hmm. of being a market editor. Yeah. I'm a daily candy thinking of the shopper and the customer and the the reader and what, you know, all the aspects of life they're trying to fulfill in lifestyle, culinary, you know, home, fashion, even like dog stuff. Right. So it's it's a total, it's like if you were to open the old school Lucky or Domino's, we are the pages of that in person for a day. So now segueing into, so I'm sure everyone listening knows what fleece style is, but for those who don't, (laughs) what is fleece style? Um, Fleece style is a curated marketplace that is all about handmade vintage and one of a kind. So Mm -hmm. like I said, we... We tackle all those categories in lifestyle, um, as long as the vendors represent those different, you know, things. A, a, at least a big chunk of their things are handmade or, or collected from different various artisans. Or, um, or they're know. not all one of a kind. Or they are all some. Yeah, some. it's a mixture. It's basically I don't want a store that's in a mall or a strip center to be able Got to it. pop up here and Got sell it. contemporary labels. And there's a place for that, but we just want to be really unique. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important people get here when we have our day of show because once we're gone. We're gone right you'll never see that collection of people together again you'll never see that curation of goods again and we also make every show so different like we think of the season we think of the weather we think of the town like all of that plays into it so even if you came to our winter show yeah. in Houston, it's so different. Than in November, spring. right? Yeah. It's usually, okay, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And it's different. So there's going to be completely different it's stuff. It's totally different. But same vendors? Sometimes. Or sometimes yeah. There's same. a lot of um, repeats, but then we also vet it so it's really different. And we do we do tell people no that have been in it before if they're, if there's too many jewelry vendors Got or, it. you know, it's a first come, first serve. And So what yeah. would you say is your favorite thing about running your business now? Because Clee Style is uh, your every. I mean, yeah. this is your business. It's this my is full-time. It. Yeah. business. I now have four time, four full-time employees. Amazing. Um, so a few part-time, several interns, and we're growing with the new store, which we'll get into. Yes, so, I can't wait to talk about No, that. it is my full-time job. It is my third child. It is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is all the <laughs> things. It's not a side hustle. Not a side hustle anymore. <laughs> I have thought it would be. Um, and how yeah. long has it been your full-time? I, so I made the, I ripped the Band-Aid uh, December of 2015. So it's two and a half years. Got it. Wow. Yeah. So what's your so. favorite part about running it? Oh gosh, it changes daily. Yeah. Um right now my favorite thing is the potential. Mm-hmm. Like just building something that we really believe in. Yeah. That we really believe is going to be big, that's gonna impact lives, it's gonna make shopping more interesting. Yeah. Um, that is really fun. We are opening this store yes. that we're under construction on, so that is really so fun. where so talk talk about that because that is so exciting. It Congratulations. Is. Thank you. That's awesome. So um yeah, if anyone is listening and goes to our site, you can read the story on yeah. the blog. Long story short, it was a five year process to find a space. I've oh wanted a store gosh. for a long time. I oh. I don't I'm not the type that always wanted a store. That yeah. wasn't like a dream, but I feel like for our company it's an important piece mm-hmm. of the pie. Um, when you shop small it's so important to meet the maker or touch it or feel it. Right. It's harder to do online. Mm-hmm. And so I think having brick and mortar is actually really important for us. Yeah. So anyway, I thought we would lease and do like the typical retail thing and we ended up finding property in Dallas. It's in the area of Deep Alum. Okay. It's downtown. Yeah. It's very cool and urban and artsy and um, we actually bought a building, two buildings and a parking lot and are creating literally a compounder community for our 
Target oh my gal or guy and have a retail store. We have a, a workshop studio wow. for you know kids' birthday parties, artists to teach their craft. You can rent it for a private event. Um, oh obviously, like I said, retail. Then we have the big urban parking lot. So you right. can also come in and do a pop-up event. You oh, can my do, gosh. You know, we can have mini flea markets outside. Yeah. Um, and then the other building is kind of in the works, but will be a culinary yeah. concept. And so we can have, you know, a big food footprint to keep people down there yes. and cater to the events. And so it's just going to be this place that oh my god that sounds I did not realize all that that's incredible and the buildings are over 100 years old so oh my god it's also super authentic to who we are what we talk about and um yeah we opened the main doors on the big building so the studio and the store will open June 1st oh wow soon yeah yeah and then um the next building will hopefully be open by the end of the year oh my god so So the store the storefront this Mm -hmm. what so who like what you'll curate products like you do at Fleet Style at the at right. the event? So it will be a representation kind of of our shows, but open full time. Right. But yeah, have a, a mixture. So we have our own line as well. We have shopfleestyle.com right. where you can mm-hmm. shop our things and some of our vendors. So we'll blow out our collections that we source at Fleet yeah. Markets at the end of the day. That's where we got our start. Yeah. It's really important to keep that piece. Um, but then the vendors will also either have kind of organic kind of style booths inside or just have product placement that we right. organically style. Huh. Um, yeah, oh my so God, this is so exciting. Thanks and do you there. have plans to do this in other cities at any point? You know, that is I mean, the number one question. <laughs> um, I, I I hedge on that. I, I don't currently have those plans. Mm-hmm. I know that they will happen. Okay. I, I don't doubt it. Without, right. we, we're already getting asked to be in other cities. So wow. I, I know it will happen, but I'm... I am not focusing on that right now. Okay. I am yeah. like of course, do like we do well, do it slow, get our feet wet. This is a whole new ballgame for yeah. us. There is no business plan. Right, right. So we oh are going to take it slow, but I absolutely feel like it will open it, in other cities. It, and it wouldn't surprise me if Houston was one. Oh, I, I was, you were going to set Flea Style here is a huge hit. Yeah, I mean, I know I've been great. to it. It's amazing. And we'll get into at the end when exactly it is because it's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be. Yeah. Um, okay. So what is, what would you say is your most challenging, the most challenging part about running the business? Oh, again, it's like. <laughs> Changes every day. Time? Yeah, <laughs> it changes every day. Um, absolutely, I yeah. think. Oh, the hardest part is probably also the best part, which is growth, growing yeah. pains, mm-hmm. like navigating those challenges. Yeah. Whether it's from a technology standpoint, mm-hmm. like our site needs to be beefier and right. better, and you know we don't have a tech guy. We don't have that yet. Right. So then, like those problems lie on us, and we have to jump ship from whatever we're on to figuring out how mm-hmm. not to break the website. Right. Um, which <laughs> happens. Important part. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> believe me. Um, right. You know, so it just depends on really what's happening. Yeah. Like, you know, we're vendors are our number one priority always. Right. And so also keeping them happy. Mm-hmm. You can't make everyone happy, but you know, right. there's gonna be problems, but how we we grow and make them a part of that growth. Right. Because I don't wanna ever feel like you know, we've outgrown the business and not mm-hmm. stay true to, to who's helped build this and who's the backbone. And so how we fold them into everything we do, yet also look out for ourselves and grow and be able to like pay the bills. Right, exactly, um, exactly. Exactly. So, so what, when you were starting, or, well, okay. So you how you have two kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, how old are they? I have a four and a six year old. A four and a six year old. So how, what's your advice for managing it all? Because you have two kids, two young kids and mm-hmm. this, which is your third baby. You said, so what, how do you do it all? Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, I mean, I have a lot of help. Yeah. So I can't deny the fact I, I have 
full time. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids are in school, right. but when they're not, I have help with nanny yeah. um, or childcare activities, Something, whatever yeah. it is, my children are taking care of. Right. Um, but then at five, I'm home and I'm mom. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I found very, very quickly that I had to divide mom time and work time. And so from, depending on the day, eight or nine o'clock until five, five 30, I am on work mode. Work, right. I don't do anything with my children. I don't pick them up from school. I don't Got like, it. and I am very comfortable in talking about that. Like I, there, I could not be where I am if, if I did it. Right. And right. so I have no guilt because the minute I'm home, I do no work. And so wow. I have really valuable time with my kids when I'm home. Um, and then weekends are just family. Like right. we've, we've gone like way back on vacations and even friends time. It's yeah. family time. And so yeah. we have found the balance that works really well for us. That's great. Um, but it's not easy. And there, you know, there was a lot of mom guilt until I got to the point where I figured out like, we're all okay. And we're actually really it's, great. Right. Like, this works really for, well for it, us. It is. It works well mm-hmm. for us and you know I take my kids to school every single morning I walk them to school there's no carpool we hold hands we talk like I find my ways to get in my time exactly and like if there's a I was at the zoo with my daughter a couple days ago at her school like I absolutely like if there's something right 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 but I'm not picking up and I'm not necessarily giving their bath and and I found that I had to figure that out for myself yeah beyond that I also have a lot of help at work I have for I have definitely um what's the word I've given up a paycheck to hire help with my employees and my right. whole hope is that I tip the scale very soon to pay myself. Right. Um, and that doesn't work for everyone. I get that. And that's not because I have just like a ton of money. Right. But we've, I've sacrificed that short term for long term gain. And so exactly. I've hired two people that I could be paying myself instead. But instead, they're growing the business to a point where I'll be able to pay myself well quicker. Exactly. And I found that that was important, too. So I'm really big on like bodies. Right, right, Help. right. In, in, investing in investing those people. Investing in people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are smarter or better or, or you know, can be an extension of me. Right. Um, so how long into, how long into it did you hire people? And that's a good question because it didn't happen right away. And yeah. I really dealt with the mom guilt for a long really? time. Oh yeah. And especially like, did you have friends that like not, I mean, did you ever have backlash like from I other didn't. people? And that's where I'm really fortunate. Either they didn't, they weren't honest with me but, or, they, right. or they got it and they my mom it. my mom was a stay-at-home mom and mm-hmm. so I actually am so fortunate that she was my, my biggest cheerleader saying yeah. Brittany these are the years they don't really remember as much they're they're very valuable years and so important to lay foundation but they're not going to remember the day to the day they're going to remember the times that you really spent with them mm-hmm. and so that's why when I'm with them I'm so like on it right um but when I'm not I'm not and I it, she's so right like I think yeah. back when I was four what yeah. do I remember I remember yeah. key thing, but, <laughs> yeah but I remember the values instilled and so I keep going back to that and so I'm building it so when they are 8 and 10 right, I'm right. around all the time I exactly. have all the flexibility because I've built something that can support itself exactly um, but it took a while so I started in 2015 and, and it probably was almost a year before I had full-time childcare I definitely picked up from school and right that's why the company grew so slowly that first year because I wasn't yeah. available to, to grow it because um, your I, day was more chopped up was and so you, couldn't, up. you couldn't focus oh, there's no way you can work when you can. you're around your children yeah. I don't care what anyone says <laughs> were you working from home if you're a good or, parent there's no you, way because you, you're on your kids you're right, watching them right. or you're like putting in front of an iPad and then you feel guilt like, I don't have kids but I have friends who work from home and, and, and they yeah. don't necessarily have the help or they don't have as much help as, yeah. as they would want and they're like they're working and then they're playing with their kid which they love but then they're like I can't get everything done I mean I I, I don't I can't speak to you, it but but you're constantly in this like fog yeah where I have no fog 
right because I'm one or the other so for me it really works like I felt when I was doing it all I was never really present in anything and so for me I, I was everything was always just kind of slowly chugging along right and even like personal life like I never felt like it all was kind of just jumbled out whereas yeah. now it's really compartmentalized and for me super healthy and productive that's amazing so when you when you kind of like shut your computer at five o'clock or whatever time it is or you're, you're when not when I go working. home I plug my phone because it's always dead yeah <laughs> and I and I turn it upside down and I don't look at it till about nine o'clock when both my kids wow. are in bed and that's one thing my kids go to bed kind of late yeah so I do have like a full you, four hours you they're not in bed at six so. so do you have dinner with them I, oh full dinner yeah. and then all the things that a kindergarten needs all the reading yeah and, you know sometimes it's bad time walking the dog that's the so park. nice we'll visit with my brother who lives in town like yeah we have a full day yeah I mean, mom knows four hours you can get a lot done with your <laughs> sure. you're really ready for them to go to bed after that. You're like, this good. Is good. good that's amazing though yeah. but at the beginning but you're not saying it was necessarily easy right away to, no, to, to do that no well in employee wise I had Alyssa only for a while and then brought on another girl and we were too strong you know two employees and myself yeah. for a really long time yeah I only hired my other two within the last year. Oh, wow. So that was also slow growth. Yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons financially, but also like I wasn't willing to give up the keys to the kingdom yet. Like it took right. me getting more and more comfortable with hiring more and it's hard. Yeah. Up, you know, all of the control. And do you have plans to hire more and more? Or this We're is hiring even... right now. We're oh. hiring like 10 people for the store. Oh my God. Well, well if anyone, next then... <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, applications are online. We're hiring oh, wow. for retail sales oh, I think I saw that, and a manager. Actually. That's amazing. So, yeah. So the the team that you just spoke of, they won't be in the store. They'll be they won't. They're they're going to be more on the corporate side of things because we're really growing. We have a lot going on. We have a yeah. podcast. Yes, well. yes. So this is so exciting, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and we're a starting fellow a podcaster. Moni- yes, we're finally monetizing it this year. So that's that great. starts next season, which yeah. launches in June. So we have someone that's really dedicated to that, as well as digital content. Yeah. And then we're really growing our online shop, shopfreestyle.com. Right. And this is so and it's not. It's all your products, or it's it's, it's a, a mixture. mixture. There's a lot of vendors on it but we're also collecting a lot of it yeah and that's only because we haven't had a store but as the vendors come in they're right. going to be on the site more and more and more right right um, right so, so you have a lot going on well, we have so much going on <laughs> and so they have all that to hold up i see so they'll be more focused on that then you'll have your store team and yeah. and do you think you'll be in the store a lot like you oh, all the time. every day i'll be back and then you're fine guys come by and i'll for sure be do you work where's your office do you have an office at home or do you have an we have a corporate office you have a corporate office that has been like you know just our normal office and we've built our headquarters inside the retail and studio space it's 5,000 square feet so we have 3,000 retail 1,000 for the event space and 1,000 for corporate oh my so gosh so it's all under one roof oh my really gosh cool. I cannot I want to I'm so excited I want to yeah. come visit oh, you're going to love it so tell someone that's listening let's say um, 21 year old when do you graduate called 21 is that when you graduate I graduated Around that. at 21 yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think me too so, so there you know what would you say is the most important thing um to do like to do in terms of career intern is that I always say like you got to intern what's your what do you what's your advice I mean there's so many things I think yeah I think internships are very important yeah any experience is good Mm -hmm. experience you know whether it's a bad one that you learned from and really I don't want to do that (laughs) or a really good one that gives you a lead or maybe even a job right um yeah I think internships are really important I think being um 
a connector, uh-huh. you know, whether it's organically meeting people yeah. and finding out what they do and learning more. Like I, I never, I've never built a resume, believe it or not. I you always, don't have one. I don't have one. Well, How I started we? my own business yeah. at 25, but my first job out of college was where I was an intern. So, and then in New York, I just knew people and so, right. and that's not because I was fancy or came from a family <laughs> that was connected. My dad was in the construction business. Like right. we didn't, so I just, I met people. I yeah. talked to people, yeah. a friend of a friend. And so I think being really connected and you don't have to be out going in like at every party, right. but just being authentic in relationships mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or being curious yeah. is so important. Um, and then, yeah, I just think hard work. It's so hard to tell people how to do that, but right. we have interns and we have some really good ones and we have mm-hmm. some really bad ones. Of course. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's, you know, I would never hire someone that didn't show me the work ethic I want out of an employee. And so I think you have to just work really hard to show people your skill set to want to get hired. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's absolutely. really competitive today. It is. And, I know. You know. It's just, it's hard. And so I think what I look for beyond skill set, beyond resume, you know, cachet is how hard of a worker are you? Yeah. And every one of my girls except one because I needed to fill a position immediately. Yeah. Worked for me part time and slowly and I got to know them. Oh. I typically don't hire full time off the bat because uh-huh. I want to test you out. So they start part or as an intern, they start or just um, in a part time role paid, and part time. Yeah. But you know, I start them slowly because right. I just want to make sure it's the right fit for yeah. me because the one thing I will not deal with is is laziness or right. you know, not not being a go getter. Right. And and so, anyway, that's hard to teach, but I think if you can show that, uh-huh. that's really important. Yeah. And how do you think, um, I, I thought of it through when we were talking about like college, how do you think social media has played into um, your business? From I have two part questions. So one, have you ever had maybe like a potential intern or potential employee contact you through social media and that's oh, how yeah. you, is that like, Absolutely. so because I've heard other, it's how, it's very common now. I mean, social yeah. media is everything right now. So you like are all about that. Uh, you, yeah. Oh, social media for sure. <laughs> a great connector like I mentioned um yeah I have I'm trying to think of my employees um I found two of mine two found me um but yeah connecting through that or they learned about us through it and then got it got curious and then they right 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 oh yeah it's it's so huge on every level and then how so huge annoyance yeah oh yeah (laughs) how how has a business over the few years has it changed I mean everyone of course these days especially bloggers influencers with the algorithm on Instagram and it has it, how do you feel it's affected you? Has it affected flea style? Has it been a great thing or have you found it challenging? You know, luckily that's not my business. My business isn't on social media. So I don't rely on it. I don't lean on it. I really don't, I shouldn't say I don't care, but I don't, um, I don't, that's not your main, that's over it at all. Um, so I only look at it as a positive, although I think if I did make it more of a day-to-day thing, I I could see frustrations with it. Right. I, the more thing that, the thing that frustrates me more is that I know what will respond or not with our engagement and I'm the type that doesn't care. And so I just still do stuff, but it's not right. probably great for the business to be honest. But like but you'll I, post what you want to post in that moment. I'll still post what I want to post. Yeah. And, and you know, I know if I put my photo on there and talk really authentically or I do a home decor thing, that's yeah. what our, our girl tends to respond to. It yeah. will go bonkers. Right. But we also have great makers selling dog items or a jewelry designer. And you want to show that. Or, you know, I want to show a construction photo and actually those do well too. But, but yeah, it's, 
it's like I'm not gonna give in. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Like, no, I, it's I agree. Just not my well, you want to be authentic. But and, yeah, I do, and that's yeah. how we've grown. And unfortunately, now as we need to monetize more and more as a growing company, I have to look at engagement. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm I'm probably gonna have to consider that more and more. Right. Um, but while still staying true. But to your yeah, voice it's and like your... how do you do the balance? Right. But you know, I don't I don't pre-plan my posts. You don't. No, they're completely like you post in the in the moment. Absolutely. Or... I may have some photos kind of in my backlog yeah. that I know I'm going to tap into yeah. like because a blog story is running and it makes sense time-wise or whatever right. but I don't pre-craft captions right. or I don't have it in but the I plan. like that because it's it more it's authentic it's more authentic it is, it's, and it's, I, I cannot operate otherwise right. I just personally cannot I mean we've used Planoly which is a great yeah, yeah, yeah. people are listening because it can at least keep me on track for things I want to talk about right but I just use it to save a photo and and then use it exactly um, or have my girls you're not planning the week out no and I, <laughs> and I can't because there's just too much like on the drive down here today we're like we need to do a giveaway for Houston tickets we completely forgot for whatever reason to do that yeah. and so if I was on some tight calendar right. I couldn't do that and that's an important thing to give away with our shoppers yeah right? absolutely so it's a it's a balance um, but yeah we're, uh, we're going to figure it out as things yeah exactly. I feel like that's what's happening because every day something's changing with it every day I'm yeah. reading a new article about it but it, like yeah. you said it's not your business yeah and I don't it's, it's, any of it. I couldn't I, that would way too much going on <laughs> yeah yeah. so okay now in but terms stories of stories are really good stories are so that's fun that's one thing too. we've found recently like we've so we have the online store yeah. and if we post things on stories they're selling and so I told yeah. the girls like we need to pay attention to that yep. at the end of the well, day we need to make money and yeah. why not sell a few things a day through Absolutely. that it's effortless and it's fun and stories gets so much more engagement yeah. than, than I mean I guess I can't speak for everyone but mm-hmm. I know I mean from the from what I know it gets they get so much more engagement uh, so I, why wouldn't you I find the same it's and it's it is fun. Like it I have fun is, with the fonts. No pressure. And, it's <laughs> no. like whatever. Yeah. Well, because did were you ever into Snapchat or you? No. I I didn't really get. I was a little like a little over the hill for it. But my <laughs> no. girls loved it. But now well, they're not doing it. No. Either. So I did it for stories. a little while. I mean, I was obsessed because I like as my podcast states hashtag no filter like very raw, real in the moment, just whatever's going on. I I speak to. So I was very like I'm not doing Insta stories. God no. But I've transitioned completely. I don't yeah. do Snapchat at all. But yeah, I well, still nice feel. To all Exactly. And even still, I feel like people are embracing the stories the, the the realness of that you don't have to filter yeah. at all and right. that's the part I love yeah. um, okay so tell me now in terms of Flea Style this weekend give the details oh, there's so many so <laughs> we're at Silver Street Studios the event is Saturday it's Saturday only 9 to 5 it's $5 to enter uh, cash only and or you could buy a pre-sale ticket if you're listening to this on Friday at uh, shopfleastyle.com but we have a hundred vendors I mean you guys wow. seriously like the best of the best is this the most vendor? Time. How many vendors did you have? At, are you always we always have about, about right at about a hundred. Yeah, um, but incredible textiles, bohemian furniture, vintage clothing, uh, cowboy boots, men's leather shoes out of like a cool old military truck. Man ready mercantiles in town. Oh, you know, big yeah, player in town. Yeah. They have a pop up with us. We have a cute old milk truck turned vintage mobile boutique from uh, Tyler, Texas. Oh, rolling cool. In. It's so it's good. Awesome. We have a pet adoption, free kids activities, a mimosa bar. Yeah, you mentioned the mimosas. <laughs> we have the latte truck, slider truck. It's going to be it's, awesome. It's a blast. So nine to five? Nine to five. Nine to five. And we're indoors, so I don't know what the what. It's Houston. Yeah, you so it doesn't matter because you're inside. It doesn't matter. Free parking. 
Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So that's, and then when will your next show be? Or is, have you not We're announced in, it? So it will be in the fall. We haven't fall. announced okay. it yet. Okay. Yeah. And right now you're fall. just Dallas and Houston? Yes. And that, it, it plans to do other? Can you speak to Maybe. that? Maybe. Not because I can't speak to it. Yeah. Not, none in the works now. Got it. But got I'm it. always open. Yeah. Yeah. I it's love it. just we're focusing on the store right now and that yeah. whole part of the company. Yeah. But yeah. Which is so exciting. Yeah. Okay. Before we wrap up, I want to do a rapid fire. I couldn't think of what that was called. That's what I wanted. A rapid yeah. fire. Like just you, first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So, um, ocean or lake? Ocean. Beach or mountains? Beach. Uh, wine or vodka or tequila? Oh, shoot. Or, or another. All three. <laughs> I mean, the more it, the better. It on the mood. For sure, it would be hard, the hard stuff. Probably tequila. Tequila. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Do you know that that's the best for you calorie wise, too? I just learned. I didn't know that. You're like, well, that's not why I was drinking it, but I'm I'll keep to- going with it then. Um, for sure, tequila. <laughs> Denim or leather? Denim. I thought of that because you're wearing it. Yeah. Very cute denim jacket right now. California girl. We live in our jeans. But Texas is too, too. So what's your favorite city in the country? Oh, gosh. Uh, Probably my hometown, uh, Newport Beach. Oh, so that's right. You're from Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. So you know, I when I hear Newport Beach, I think of the OC, the show, the yeah. OC. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> Is that how it was though? Growing yeah. up, like, uh, I didn't watch that too much. Yeah. I watched like more Laguna Beach. Okay. Yeah. Those yeah. Yeah. Shows were. Um, I don't know. Not my group of friends. No. But definitely, I knew people that could fall in those. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I, I grew up in the city of Orange, uh-huh. in Orange County. But my parents are now in Newport. Um, but yeah, raised all around Orange County. My whole family's there. So that's why I pick, you know, ocean and all the yeah, things. Yeah, that, that makes sense. me at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could have lunch with anyone or drinks with anyone living or dead, who would it be? <gasps> and why? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'd love if that question, had, though. If you had asked me this last week, it would have been a really different answer. Interesting. But, uh, well, I yes. I My grandfather passed away this week. Oh, and I'm so, so now sorry. That's okay. Oh. But I would now pick him. Oh. Um, absolutely. But if you caught me last week, I would say Drew Barrymore. Oh. Oh, why, very different people. Yeah. <laughs> why Drew Barrymore? Just always been a fan. Just. I I just love her. I think she um, epitomizes like carefree spirit. Yeah. But- total hard worker yeah um she's so resilient like her life is has been so crazy and really dark in a lot of ways yeah. and she's i think just a breath of fresh air like i think she'd just be amazing and fun and so the mom we could talk about right. her kids and i know she loves a margarita because i've totally creeped on her so, so yeah so. Drew, if you're listening hit me up oh. yeah really so then i assume i know the answer if someone were if there was a movie about your life who would play you would it be drew Marymore? Oh, that'd be good yeah i like that i used to when i was younger i used to get alicia Silverstone a lot. I, that, I think my my look has changed. Do a you know? I swear to you. Do you know that people have told me that I think when I was younger also that I looked like Alicia Silverstone with dark hair. I really? think it's the mouth or something. Maybe. Is that that's so funny? That. I, but I, I could. See, I used to get that. But so I could kind of see Drew Barrymore a little with you. I, I'll take it. No, I think your hair doll. color and yeah. your eyes maybe a little. Okay. Anyway. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Like cool. That. Cool. I like yeah. it. Um, favorite. I was. I. Oh, how would you describe your style? I forgot what I was going to say. How would you describe your personal style? Oh, it depends on the day. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely known to wear like a total 80s getup, but generally laid back, comfortable, bohemian, eclectic, probably colorful, 
carefree. It kind of just depends. It's it just, it just depends. There's usually a piece of denim, a chunky yeah. thing, whether it's an earring or a bag or, um, but yeah, definitely comfortable. Yeah. But like a little out there, like a little eclectic. I mean, life's yeah. too short. I, fun. Exa- I, dress up, I agree. Um, okay. Final two questions. If you weren't doing what you're currently doing career-wise, what would you be or what would you be doing? Oh, if you had to pick something else. <laughs> I think I would love to be a florist. I Ooh. love putting flowers together. It's yeah. something I always really enjoy. Um, yeah, I'll go with florist. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And your favorite quote. Or some... some so it doesn't... Maybe just a, a... Not a mantra, but something you kind of try to live by every day. Um... I, yeah, I should I have prepped you with these. I know. <laughs> I don't really have a quote. I think I would yeah. just say that I, I'm a big believer that, like, life short, like... Mm-hmm buy that vintage thing you love yeah. or take out the fancy china and eat Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. on it or I'm a big <laughs> believer that. in just like living whatever life you love like every day like there's no special occasions every day is a special occasion I love that like celebrate I every day celebrate every day and that's the you know so apparent now this week with my grandfather passing yeah I'm so sorry no it's okay that. we're extremely close and so I just think uh, like you just never know and, and we knew he's 90 I mean, he, was, he lived we a great life we live to 90 right mm-hmm. right but um but yeah yeah, you, you've got to treat every day like a special occasion. Wear, yeah. wear your Chanel belt. Yeah, or, yeah. Or like I said, right? Or like you, I always when I, I know, like sometimes when I'll buy something, not not even saying it's expensive, just anything. Right. If I buy it and it's in my closet, I'm like, I'm just gonna save it because I don't want to like. And then what the fuck am I right. doing? Like I'm so gonna true. wear the shirt that I just bought whenever the hell I want. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's I'm yeah. So, I'm so with you. I yeah. always say nothing's precious yeah. except life. Like yeah, none of this stuff is. That's precious. your quote. Nothing's precious okay, except we'll life. <laughs> Well, I love it. Well, this was awesome. So again, Flea Style Saturday in Houston, which is tomorrow because this is Thursday, but I'm putting this up on Friday. Okay. So Flea Style tomorrow, nine to five, five dollars to get in, or you can pre-purchase. Kids are free. Oh, oh, that's Parking's good to know. Free. Dogs are welcome. Dogs are welcome. Yeah, oh, good. Very dogs. And there's yeah. a mimosa bar, guys. That's where I'll be. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, anyway, but thank you so much, Brittany. This yeah, is awesome. This is You're fun. amazing. For okay. Me. Of course, and I'll give. Um, well, actually, tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram and everything. Yeah. So we're at Flea Style. F-L-E-A mm-hmm. style. Um, we also have a handle uh, Shop Flea Style. Right. So if you want to shop things directly and then our website's FleaStyle.com and Easy enough. it's really juicy. There's great blog content. Mm-hmm. Our podcasts are live there. I know. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a really great resource for just like good content Yeah. Too. yeah it's so a great it site. Even if you're not a vendor. Yeah. It's great. Well, thank you so much for thank doing you. this. Thank you. This was fun. Of course. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Isn't Brittany amazing? She's awesome. Love talking to her. Such a doll. Uh, but anyway, again, if you're in the Houston area, you should definitely check out Flea Style this Saturday from 9 to 5 at Silver Street Studios. I have been before, and it's awesome. Highly, highly recommend. And there's a mimosa bar, so why wouldn't you go, right? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you have not subscribed to Hashtag No Filter, please do so. And uh, download episodes and rate it and review it if you like it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at JulieLauren14. And uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. 
Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.